Hey friends, it's Bill and Danny here with a big announcement. We've launched a Patreon page. For as little as a few dollars per month, you could have access to exclusive content, a chance to win monthly giveaways, an opportunity to join our show, and so much more. It's an incredible way to play a crucial part in the growth of a couple of park hoppers. Head to patreon.com slash a couple of park hoppers now and check out the different subscription tiers and what exclusive benefits you'll receive in return. Once again, that's patreon.com slash a couple of park hoppers. Thank you for your support. And, and we'll, we'll see, see you there. there. Hey, my name is Bill. And I'm Danny. And we are a, a couple, couple of park hoppers. We are back this week with tons of theme park news from all over the globe. Exciting new offerings from all your favorite theme parks, lots of halfway to the holidays announcements, and more. Let's, Let's hop, hop to, to it. it. Back. I do. How dare you play Christmas music in June? Oh, <laughs> uh, because we're halfway to the holidays. That's why. Ugh, how dare Once you? Once upon a Christmas time at oh Christmas. Oh my gosh, is this the bad place? <laughs> certainly, it's how, certainly not the good place. How dare you play this music and not play Halloween music? Because we're over halfway to Halloween. Because most of our announcements from Walt Disney World have a lot to do with the holidays. Ugh. Because they. Um, dumped a bunch of holiday news on us yesterday. Ugh, I feel like the Grinch right now. I'm like, <laughs> Christmas, gross. But <laughs> more on that a little bit later. You know what you can get me for Christmas? What? Is some new shoes. Oh, <laughs> some Christmas shoes? What is this, a Hallmark movie? No, but I Ew. do want to tell all of our friends out in Park Hopperland what's been going on with me. Yes, please do. Uh, so I'm okay, first off. Uh, however, on May 14th, I was walking around the parks with my family and with Bill, and I got a very intense stabbing pain in my left leg. Uh, and I proceeded to walk on that for about, I don't know, another 100,000 steps over the next couple days. Yeah. Uh, come to find out, I had shin splints that flared up. I was wearing shoes that, as my doctor at the urgent care said, were toast. <laughs> and that uh, that I was going to have to go to physical therapy. So basically in the last month, I've been trying to heal from these shin splints and just been in an insane amount of pain. So like I would just be sitting there and just all of a sudden feel pain. That's no bueno. And uh, basically what I got told was I was wearing shoes. I was basically driving on a flat tire. <laughs> okay. Um, that I injured myself and then proceeded to walk you know 10 more miles a day on my legs way which, to go danny which when you're telling a medical professional that there's nothing worse than looking a medical professional in the face and being like i knew i was hurt and then i walked 10 more miles a day on it 
Like there, there's never a moment where I was like, <laughs> I, what are you I, doing? I, I hear myself yeah. doctor. Yep. Yep. Uh, but as of yesterday, I went to physical therapy and, um, you know, I've got a good plan going. Luckily, um, I was afraid of a stress fracture. That was my main concern. And luckily no stress fractures and, uh, we're going to be on the mend and we're going to be switching out those shoes from now on. No more walking on shoes when they're, uh, when there's basically nothing left at the bottom, like tread, I guess I, I learned that when the tread starts to go, the shoes have to go. Yep. So uh, in case you've been wondering why you haven't seen uh, us hanging around the parks here and there, it's because I didn't know what was wrong with me. And so I went to an urgent care and got taken care of. And now I'm on the mend. But I have gotten the okay to basically resume mostly normal activity so that's a huge relief yeah that's huge news um as you guys know we love to hop around the parks um we'd ideally not have danny in a wheelchair pushing her <laughs> around in this 95 degree heat yeah um you know make me you know sweat to death out there pushing her around but um d- she is on the mend she is making progress right now with some physical therapy so we're really excited about that um and then we're going to be getting around the parks a lot more you know once she's more recovered than she is right now so yeah um, and even now that they gave me the like the thumbs up yeah. to go ahead and continue walking because when i first saw the doctor he was like you should be doing like no steps and i was like how, yeah. how are we supposed to exist send your t's and p's our way yeah oh my gosh. so uh so yeah i'm glad that we got the okay yeah. and uh i'm excited to know that i'm not further hurting myself by going and enjoying the things that we love especially since we have all of these upcoming things and things that are in the park right now. Correct. All, all three parks that we haven't gotten to experience yet. So I'm excited to get into this. Me too. Um, We've got a long list uh, <laughs> ahead of us tonight. We We're going to kind of fly through this news. We've got so much news that was dropped in the last couple of weeks from Walt Disney World, Universal Orlando, and SeaWorld Orlando. We have so much to talk about. So what do you say? Let's dive right in. Let's dive right in. All right. So. You want to take the first one? Sure. So let's go ahead and start at Disney. And so overall at Disney, both at Disney World and at Disneyland, there has a, there's a new princess in town. Yes, ma'am. And that is the Little Mermaid live action meet and greet. So uh, again, this is from the live action story. Um, it is at One Man's Dream. Um, and then there's also the, I guess... The animated Ariel. Yeah, and that hasn't changed. That's always been at Magic Kingdom at Ariel's Grotto, right, right next to her ride yes. over in Fantasyland. But it is very, very cool that we are getting the what they're calling from the live action story, the Halle Bailey version. Um, we're getting a meet and greet with that Little Mermaid yes. over in Hollywood Studios. Um, I loved this movie. Well, I also, can we talk about that for a second? We can, but I just want to also say. Nobody was taken out of the park. Correct. So Correct. in in the app, you can also differentiate between: Do you want to see the animated, or do you want to see the live action? And they're aerial. Di- different parks. Yeah. So you can see both um, on your trip. But yes, I'm so glad they brought Ariel to the park because that movie, I did I cry. You did. Um, <laughs> prior to this version of The Little Mermaid coming out, I think Aladdin was probably my favorite live action remake to date. And this, I think, superseded it. I loved this version of I The w- Little Mermaid. I would definitely say Aladdin was my is my second favorite. Uh, probably followed by The Lion King. My only 
my only gripe, and I, you know I've talked about this, is yeah. that the animals aren't anatomically correct. Yeah, Danny wants to see droopy lion balls. <laughs> <laughs> it's just super obvious. It's like when when you have a Ken doll, there's nothing there. Sure. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, but, but it's by, also fantasy. By far, by far, The Little Mermaid is the best live action that Disney has put out by far. I, I can't... I, I won't say I can't believe it because I expected her to do well, but Halle Bailey absolutely knocked this out of the park. Her singing parts were incredible. Um, the new songs, including this one here called For the First Time, was amazing, amazing performances. The visuals were awesome. The choreography was really cool. And they added some more layers to Eric's story, which was great. And so... Yeah strongly recommend we're not going to dive too much into that because we have so much to cover but well one thing i do want to say is you and i had discussed on end the fact that it was never heard that was a question for us it's the fact that sometimes live action translates kind of weird yeah and they did such a beautiful job um i would say that the only surprise for me was and my the only thing that always threw me off was every time Flounder came on screen. Flounder was ugly. He was so small. <laughs> and Sebastian was kind of weird looking. But weird. also, like in the in the animated movie, he like pulls her around, but he's like the size of my hand yeah. in the <laughs> so little <laughs> in the live action. Yeah. And he couldn't pull anything around. And right. it was just it was fantastic. If you haven't seen it, go see it. We want to see it again before it leaves the theaters. Yes. And it's a I, theater experience. You got to go see it. Yeah, and I'm excited to go see um, Ariel in the parks, um, yeah. live action Ariel. I don't think we've ever met animated Ariel. I've met animated Ariel years ago. No, no, I'm talking us. You oh and no, me, no, no. yeah, you and I know. No, we have not. We have not done the grotto, but it was gone for the majority of COVID yeah. and afterwards. So the grotto only recently reopened, like five or six months ago. Yeah. So I'm so excited. People are loving that meet and greet. I will say that if you are visiting the parks. Please make sure that you head to that meet and greet early because from what I'm hearing, the live action aerial meet and greet is getting a very long line very quickly because it's just in such high demand. Got it. Rope drop aerial. Rope you heard it here aerial. first on a couple of Park Hoppers podcasts. Yes. <laughs> well, speaking of Hollywood Studios, hey there, music lovers. Welcome to G-Force Records. Rock and Roller Coaster is back open after a lengthy refurbishment. Hmm, I am, tell me more. <laughs> I am really excited to get back on this to see if I notice any differences, A, in the ride itself, the visuals, or the uh, the comfort, I guess, of the ride. Um, I haven't heard anything about this. I haven't heard if they changed out anything with the seats or the, the restraints or anything like that. Uh, so we're going to have to get on that at some point uh, just to see if we notice that it's smoother because generally when ro uh, when roller coaster go excuse me when roller coasters go down similar to like when the mummy went down at universal for 8 months it definitely felt smoother when yes. you went back on it again so Rock and Roller Coaster got a little rough towards the end of their uh, their last run there. Yeah. And it would, it would definitely give me headaches almost every time I rode it. And some you got stabbed in the back of the neck with your earring. <laughs> that sounds like I got, like, jumped. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, so it's funny that you say that because when we first moved here, you never had that issue. And I was always sensitive to it. And I think it was because of my height yeah. that I always got headaches. And then closer to the end, my earring would, like, stab me in the back of the head. And it was just not worth me riding it's 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 rough because the way that rock and roller coasters I and mean, you guys have mostly been on it you, the harness comes down over your head and uh, on your shoulders 
But when you're riding, you're you're kind of bouncing around so much that when you put your head back, which is what you're supposed to do, the sides of your head hit the hit the harness. Those of you watching on Patreon.com slash yeah. a couple of park hoppers, you can see what I'm doing with my head here. Um, but it kind of slaps your head back and forth uh, along the harness. So then what I used to try to do is hold my head forward so it wouldn't do that. But the problem with that is I was so tense doing that that my neck and like the bottom of my head would hurt when I was done. I just don't think anything ever helped. So there was no happy medium at all. Yeah. So overall, this ride really was ready for a refurbishment. I have heard that it's a lot smoother. Uh, I am happy to report back because closer to the end before they announced a refurbishment, I was like, I'm not going to ride this. I do not need another hole in the back of my head. Yeah. No, thank you. And I never used to say no to that ride. That was one of my favorite rides. Yeah, of course. And so um, I am excited to ride it and hopefully have a nice, smooth rock and roll experience. But that is open again. And uh, like we said, now that I we've got the okay for me to hobble around the parks again, we're going to hobble over there and yeah. see what that feels like. And uh, one fun, I don't know if it was a fact, but there was definitely a rumor floating around for a couple of weeks uh, after the uh, Rock and Roller Coaster reopened that um, there was discussion about possibly retheming this from something Aerosmith to Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem, which are... That would be really cool. Which are the, the... Apparently, there was a discussion with the people who created Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. And that's the band from The Muppets. The Muppets and Henson Studios. Right. Um, there is actually a Disney Plus special coming out with them, so that, that looks really fun. Uh, but there was apparently discussion at some point to put... Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem into Rock and Roller Coaster, replacing Aerosmith, which I would love to see. That'd be really cool. Yeah, I would love to see that too. I, yeah. I'm i surprised that that hasn't been brought forward, honestly. Yeah. Well, in case you didn't know, June is Passholder Appreciation Month, or VI Passholder Month. Ah, we're at, halfway at through Disney. it. <laughs> and when it's now June 16th, we are literally halfway through the month, but there's still plenty of time to take advantage of the benefits. The first one, there is a makeshift member lounge, um, uh, passholder lounge at Epcot. I'm not to confuse you with the member lounge yes. <laughs> at Journey into Imagination, the DVC member lounge. Right. The <laughs> VIP passholder lounge at uh, the uh, Sunshine Seasons at Epcot. So yes. the bottom floor of the land pavilion right across from Living with the Land and Soren. Yes. Uh, there's a restaurant called Sunshine Seasons. Apparently there is a, uh, a makeshift VIP passholder lounge. We have not yet been able to check that out but we're definitely right. going to get over there and see what that's all about at some point yeah uh, and they have a really awesome figment magnet that you get right now and we don't have a figment magnet we do not I've, we have quite a few magnets yeah. but not a figment one well they haven't offered figment magnets until right now so uh, we're gonna have to get over there and uh, grab that as well yeah uh so i'm really excited to go see that because in my recent memory there hasn't been any like Passholder Lounge, correct? Uh, as far as I know, there hasn't been. But, but also, there may have been. I'm not sure. But also, we moved here, became Passholders. There were a couple months of like, yay, we live at Disney. And then the world shut down. So I don't know if there would have been one in the time frame we've lived here. Yeah. There may have been one before, but we weren't Passholders. So we would never would have gotten to experience it. You know what I wish they would start doing again? What? And remember when we got this kind of stuff when we first moved here pre-COVID? Yeah, like the passholder presents. Exactly. So not just these magnets that you have to go to Epcot to pick up. You know, they had these really cool things. Like we got two sets of 
uh, wooden coasters that are pass holder chef mini coasters. Danny's holding one right now on video. Patreon.com slash a couple of park hoppers if you want to watch the video version of this podcast. Yeah, it's a little harder to see that for, like from where the camera is right now. Yeah. But it's got chef mini and it says uh, pass holder it's like on the it. pass holder logo, kind of like the magnet uh, style logo. But those were cool little things that we got prior to COVID, but now it seems like they've transitioned into this new, like, D version of the magnet, where the character is, like, in the middle of the D. Right. Instead of the the classic circle pass holder magnets, now they're more like a uh, like a D with like Mickey in it or a figment in it or whoever is going to be in a Dumbo. Dumbo was the most recent one. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, they look different. That's great. Um, but I would love to see little pass holder gifts like that come back. I think that would be really cool. Yeah, and I really liked that you had to go to the park to go get it. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, it forced you to go visit a park. You know, maybe people would come and make the trip just to get their special pass holder benefit, yeah. like, gift. And so I, I wish they would bring that back. I'm not sure if they will, but I'm with you. I wish they I wish they would so the other thing I wish they would bring back, and this is just, you know, wishful thinking, are the pass holder sliders that you put on a oh, magic band. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, my only thought about that is that if you have a pass holder slider, I don't know if they fit on Magic Band Plus and the old Magic Bands. They should. They, they should? Okay. They should, yeah. Well, from what I was told, they stopped making them in like 2018. And so they just had a surplus of them. Oh, and I was so, going to say, because we definitely got it after that. So once uh, they ran out of them, they didn't make any more. Huh. And I really loved my little slider. I love it. I like put it on my bands as I switch them. Yeah. And so I, that's another thing I wish they would bring back. Because when you're a pass holder, those little benefits are awesome. Yeah. They made sliders for vacation club members recently. And it's like the hottest thing in the world. And if, if you're not here, you can't get one. Mm-hmm. And people are selling them on eBay for crazy money. People will sell anything on eBay. <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable. I mean, people sold Splash Mountain Water, Taylor Swift Concert, Nashville Night 3 water. <laughs> right. Like if, you, like, if people can sell it, I'm always amazed at like... The idiots that'll buy it. <laughs> well, not that, but the like how people literally are get into these situations and go, oh, I can sell this because that's never my first thought right. about anything. Right, yeah. Seriously. Like it just never is, but know. but yeah no, uh, I wish that there were some things that they would bring back. But I am excited to see that lounge and grab those figment magnets because we got to add it to the refrigerator. Yeah, well, speaking of things we're excited to see at Epcot, we've got a little bit of a lineup coming up for the Eat to the Beat concert series at the Food and Wine Festival starting in July, the end of July. Uh, we've got a, quite a lineup here. We've put some check marks on our list here of bands and artists that we would really like to go see the concerts and why would you pass up a free concert you just go to epcot grab a, a moonshine sour from across the bar and literally just go check out some live music of people that you don't get to see every day for free do we just want to name the ones that we want to yeah, see yeah yeah okay. so we'll go down the list here um we put some check marks in there but you can go to disneyworld.com um, and look up Food and Wine Festival 2023, and you can look at the full list of the Eat to the Beat concert series online. Uh, but we're just going to point out some notable ones that we were talking about possibly going to see. And the first one is an artist that is kicking off the uh, Food and Wine Festival. You probably know her from a song called According to You. According to you. Nailed it. Beautiful. <laughs> um, Orianthe. 
Uh, she is actually Michael Jackson's guitarist in the This Is It film. She was the guitar lead guitarist for Michael Jackson for his final tour. Um, unfortunately, he ended up passing away, but she was absolutely rocking it. And then after the the movie, she yeah. came out with this song, and it was like a massive hit. I so, had no idea that was her. Really cool that she's coming. Um, <laughs> one that I really wanted to point out here, and I don't really have any interest in seeing them sing. Okay. But to see one of Earth's mightiest heroes in person, <laughs> in the flesh, Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon, one of the Avengers, right? I did not put together when I read that, the Bacon Brothers, yeah, that that was it's Kevin, Kevin Bacon. Kevin freaking Bacon. I remember reading it and I yeah. was like, the Bacon Brothers, who are they? I just like... want to see Kevin Bacon just go, yeah, sing Footloose. <laughs> sing Footloose. <laughs> That's probably not going to happen, but yeah. No, probably not. Um, so the next one I'm very excited, and we're just naming the ones that we checked off that we're interested in. Yeah. Uh, Joey Fatone and Friends. And I, first off, like, I've never seen Joey Fatone out and about. And apparently you're not a real Floridian until you see Joey Fatone in person in Florida is what we've heard. So just, just real quick before you go on with Joey Fatone and friends, uh, Orianthe is July 28th and 29th and the Bacon brothers, Kevin Bacon and his non-Avenger brother uh, at uh, August 13th and 14th. And then Joey Fatone and friends like Danny's talking about is August 18th through the 21st. Yes. And so uh, Joey Fatone and friends last year, he had, uh, Murr from Impractical Jokers. Yeah. Chris Kirkpatrick. Chris Kirkpatrick. Ryan would, Cabrera. Ryan Cabrera I would geek out about because, I mean, I, I had his albums. And I know that you... Boo, you married Alexa Bliss. Boo. Whatever. And knocked her up. Boo. <laughs> Come on, man. She's Boo. Just not, she's just another blonde girl. She's Let perfect. it go. She's perfect. If you're, Alexa, I know you like theme parks, and I love you. Excuse me. Would you like me to kick you in the shin so we have matching shin, <laughs> sure, shin injuries? Sure. Uh, uh. Ow, ow. <laughs> All right, that's when you say, no, honey, you're perfect. <laughs> yes, no, that's when you say, no, honey, you're more You're perfect, perfect Danny. Did you guys hear the sarcasm in his voice? <laughs> you're perfect, sweetheart. I love you. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> you're supposed to say, I love you, too. I love you, too. Oh, uh, okay. There we go. Wow. Wow. Good job. No. <laughs> Get out of here with that. <laughs> Talking about Alexa Bliss. She's, she's perfect. She's Mrs. Ryan Cabrera. She's Never mind. She's what? <laughs> After I kill you. <laughs> Excuse me? Never mind. Keep going. Anyway, it's called Joey Fatone and Friends, not Joey Fatone and Random WWE Girl. So. Don't hate. Whatever. Did you hear her on The Masked Singer? <laughs> yeah, she was not good. She was not good. <laughs> she was not good. But she's uh, beautiful. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you don't have to be good when you're beautiful. <laughs> That's oh. what makes you beautiful. Oh, my gosh. You have got to stop talking <laughs> her up. You already asked me to marry you. She's, she she's blissful. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, this might be the last episode of A Couple of Park Hoppers. <laughs> I'm just yes. kidding. So, yeah, Joey Stone and Friends, that's going to be a super fun yes. show. We're definitely going to go and see at least one of those. They're there for four days. And so. maybe you'll see Miss Perfect Alexa Bliss there. She never stops, does she? Watching her husband play. Believe it or not, he's the more talented one in the couple. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, uh, the next one on the list that we really wanted to see, and they had the... Probably one of the biggest one-hit wonders of all time. 
Um, yes. The, basically the anthem of the late 90s, early 2000s. <laughs> and that's the Baja Men. The, who let the dogs out? You don't even have to say what the song is. L- as soon as people hear Baja Men, they hear that song in their head. Literally. Or or their second biggest song, which I love. Can you move it like this? That was a I good song. It like that. <laughs> it's a great song. It's a great song. So I want to go see both those songs, see the Baja Men, September 1st or 2nd at Epcot. I will also say, though, my only issue with seeing these concerts is sometimes they don't play the songs you go there to see them for. No, that was only Hanson. No, I, I feel <laughs> like they that don't always... That was only Hanson. Yeah, Hanson, I went and saw like all three shows. Hanson should only play Umbop on repeat. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants anything else. (laughs) I want to hear like their first album, but literally it was like their last song of the third show. I was like, no, that's ridiculous. Why is this taking so long? But yes, Baja Men, I would like to think that they wouldn't play a bunch of their... (laughs) The new up and coming Baja Men album. (laughs) (laughs) The 2020. Who let the dogs out again? (laughs) Yeah, I I have no idea. I would like to think they'd played it every set, but... I don't know. I've been wrong about that kind of stuff before. Yeah, so. exactly. All right. Next one is who I think is personally the best concert I've ever seen. At Epcot. At Epcot. Because uh, Taylor Swift is the best concert I've ever seen. At Epcot? I mean, th- we're talking Epcot. I didn't say Epcot, but you paused after you said the best concert I've ever seen. <sighs> you and the blondes. Jeez. I love Taylor Swift. Do I need to dye Swifty. my hair blonde or something? Swifty. You know. You talking about Alexa Bliss and Taylor Swift? What are you, the blonde brigade over here? (laughs) (laughs) So 98 Degrees is who we want to see. We got to see them last year. That's how hot Alexa Bliss is. Oh, Oh my gosh. 98 Degrees. (laughs) Come on, we're just continuing with joke here. (laughs) (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. So 98 Degrees. Yes. We'd like to see them. Nick Lachey is a hot dude. He is. He 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 looks as good in person as he does in 4K on Netflix. He really does. And we went to their <laughs> concert last year at Epcot, and it's like, damn, that guy's handsome. It was funny because like the women around us, you would just kept hearing comments like, "Wow, he can still get it." Like <laughs> just coming, "Wow, he's so hot. I didn't think he'd still be this yeah. hot." And you were like, "Whoa!" Like I just give like, me the, just one night. Yeah. I mean, and they dance around a lot. They do. So, uh, except for the one. There's uh, there's one member of 98 Degrees oh, who, who you can tell that he's just like, give me the paycheck. That's all I'm here for. <laughs> like, he it's just... It's the hardest thing I've ever done. had to do. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, like, there's one of them that I, just I looks know. like... He, the one that's balding. Or I bald. I don't... Point. The one who just looks like he has a sour face on. Yeah. He, he's like, why do I have to do this? Yeah. But, yes, 98 Degrees was fantastic. Um best concert that i personally have ever seen at epcot um second coming in would be uh and again uh before i forget september 24th through 25th is 98 degrees september 29th through october 2nd is boys to men and they would come in in a very close second in best concert they are fantastic i've seen them several times not even just at epcot but getting to see them for free is an added bonus. Boys right. to Men puts on a killer show. They have more hits than you ever remembered. Um, all five or six songs are generally pretty big hits that they play. Um, so 
definitely go see Boys to Men September 29th, Danny's birthday, uh, through October 2nd is when they're playing. Yeah. And the next one is oh, a blonde. Aren't you so excited? When it's over. <laughs> Wait, I like Nick Carter, so I guess I'm just as guilty as liking blondes, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, the next concert that's coming up that we're going to try to go see is October 8th and 9th, and that's Sugar Ray. Yeah. Mark uh, McGrath and the gang back again. Honestly, there's more songs than I thought yeah. I knew. Like and I fly every morning when it's over. I will say that Sugar Ray is one of those bands that I'm like, I would definitely go see him for free. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I wouldn't pay <laughs> 100 bucks to go see Sugar Ray, but if they're coming to Epcot, why the heck not, right? Yeah, but there are so many songs, like so many hits that Sugar Ray had that... Um, it's definitely going to be a must. Yeah. And his voice is so um, recognizable yeah. that I just think that as he plays stuff, there's going to be stuff that I like forgot. Mm -hmm. And and I'll be like, oh, yeah, I know this song, too. How did I forget all these songs? So Sugar Ray is another one that we're interested in seeing. Um, next, October 22nd to the 23rd, Billy Ocean. Billy Ocean, get out of my dreams. Get into my car. I, I, I every time song. I see Billy Ocean, I'm like, what does he sing again? That song. I love that song. Yes. That's a great song. Get is it, is it a car commercial? It. No, it's a classic song. I'm pretty sure they used it for a car commercial. I mean, they probably did. <laughs> get into my car. Of course they're going to use I'm it for a car commercial. I'm pretty sure they did. Yeah. Well, and then uh, last... That the last one we want to see is Hanson. Yes. And hopefully playing Umbup more. I will say that I will probably just go to the last show because last time they played a bunch of stuff I didn't know. And it was really interesting because there were a bunch of groupies there who were like, oh, I love this last album they put out. And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So, yeah, got lots of good concerts coming up. We're going to have to mark them in our calendars and remind ourselves that. There, the concerts are coming up because my biggest thing <laughs> that I keep doing is I will literally be here after work, you know, checking our socials and stuff and see somebody's story. And I'm like, oh, shoot, they're playing today and I'm not going to get there in time. So I always forget the, about the concerts until the day of. So yeah. my goal this this year is to be able to make some of those concerts yeah. that we're, we're talking about seeing. Exactly. All right, so moving on from the Epcot Eat to the Beat concert series, we have another announcement from Disney, who has announced that the dining plan is coming back. Uh, we're not going to dive too much into the dining plan and the cost and anything like that right now. It is not until January of 2024. Um, we'll kind of maybe do an episode on that a little bit later, kind of do you know quick service prices versus dining plan prices. Maybe you know. how we would use the plan. Exactly. But... Uh Basically, it's, come it's, back. it's back. People are excited. That's yeah, really it. it it's and coming back. <laughs> we'll, we're definitely going to dive more into that um, at a future date just because I know that there are people who are obsessed with using the dining plan yeah. and we got to learn what makes people so obsessed with this dining plan. And um, and maybe we get to the point where we can do some sort of like staycation or something and try the dining plan and see was it worth it or anything like that. You know, if we keep growing the way we're growing exponentially you know that's something we might be able to do and bring you guys on our youtube page and patreon and all that kind of stuff um to try out the dining plan and get our actual opinion on it uh versus the the internet full of strangers that you don't know 
So yes, that's something we might be able to do. Before we dive into our um, next part for Disney, I yeah. do just want to briefly mention, uh, it's not really news, but it just happened recently, was Disneyland had their Pride Night. Yes, yes. Uh, we did watch some videos. It looked awesome. It looked they looked great. They did a great job of uh, just overall decorations, costumes, uh, food, offerings, uh, meet and greets. And they put some creativity behind it, which was right. amazing. And it wasn't just rainbows everywhere. It was like they put some thought into the food and the fireworks and the cavalcade and the outfits and the decorations. And not, it was really cool. Not that there would be anything wrong with like just having rainbows, but they no. really put a lot of like thought, thought and care into yeah. those pride nights. Right. And they also did some cool things where like if you were a magic key holder, if you went to pride night, you got a special gift. Yeah. And I love that. Those are things that you know, mean a lot when you have pass and, you know, you you pay extra to go to these nights. So I, I do love that. You know what was one thing that really stood out to me? We watched a couple of vlogs from Pride Night. And one thing that really stood out to me that they kept saying on their vlogs that you don't hear on a lot of vlogs these days, especially at Disney, is that everyone that they encountered or were around was happy. Yeah. And... That is something that is so important these days to find your happiness that having an event like that that makes so many people who have gone through some stuff recently with the media and all that to have an event where it makes them happy. That's what this is all about. That's why we have these events. And call me crazy, but I think now more than ever, Disney World should be considering having these Pride Nights. Oh, 100%. Because in living in a state where we have a governor who is just running on hate and fueling like hatred and ignorance and just he's yeah. he's awful. He's I don't a care terrible I don't, person. I don't care what you think. If you like him, then you can I we're not gonna talk about that. Uh, but uh, the thing uh, is, yeah. instead of, you know, a person caring about the people who they are governing um, he does nothing for Floridians, first off. Um, in general, we should be pushing love and acceptance. And having Pride Night in Disneyland does that. It gives us a place for people to feel safe and accepted and celebrate who they are. And more than any time, we should be having these at Disney World. Because Correct. the way that our government is here in Florida is unacceptable and the only thing that is going to help with that are small acts of love and even if it's if it, that's just in a pride event yeah and so i wish it was here i really wish it, it was here it will be at some point i i hope there's some turmoil going on down I, here right now i hope but sooner rather be. than later um but we do have other yeah after <laughs> or evening events that uh, we just got worried about. So let's talk about those. Let's do it. Once upon a Christmas time. I could not roll my eyes hard enough right Again, now. Again, <laughs> halfway, halfway to the holidays and Disney vomited a bunch of Christmas news on us yesterday. Oh my gosh. I, I absolutely love um, hearing that Mickey's not so, um, wow, Mickey's very merry Christmas party, the not so Christmas party, <laughs> um, is coming back in December and November uh, this year here. Uh, we've got some dates 
We've got some prices and uh, some details as well. Um, 25 select nights between November 9th and December 22nd. Uh, Mickey's, I almost said it again, Mickey's Once Upon, wow, that's the parade. Mickey's <laughs> very, there's so many long names. There's Mickey's Not So Scary. There's Mickey's Boo to You Halloween Parade. There's. It's my Grinch, Grinchness. I'm like, no yeah, it's, Christmas. Yeah, she's, she's pulling it out of my head no here. No Christmas. <laughs> she's using the fold. <laughs> bah humbug. <laughs> this is not the event you're looking for. <laughs> um, she, uh, we've got Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party is coming back um, November 9th through the 22nd on twi- 25 select nights. Uh, really, really excited about that. Uh, ranges of ticket prices are $159 to $199 a person, with Christmas um, being, or closer to Christmas being more expensive. Um, tickets go on sale as early as June 29th for folks staying in Walt Disney World Resorts. And then tickets can be purchased online for the public on July 6th. Y'all, wasn't it just Christmas? Didn't we just have six months of Christmas? Come on. Christmas. <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> Christmas. Um, just side note. We got to go to a filming for the Christmas special. Which we're definitely going to try to do again. Yes, but we got to see the Black Eyed Peas mm-hmm. perform this awesome song that we I thought... I still have it. ...that we thought <laughs> was going to be released on Spotify, and it never came out. Do. Ready? <laughs> yes. This is... All right, this is fine. <laughs> I'm, too, I'm too cold, burr. I'm too cold, y'all. Yeah, we were in the audience for this. <laughs> we heard it like 10 times. Freeze. Froze. Too cold. Okay. I can I just realized that we are recording video of this and I was very much dancing like nobody was watching. <laughs> same, same here. And if you'd like to see that video of Danny dancing like nobody's watching, <laughs> patreon.com slash a couple of park hoppers. You can join for as little as $3 a month uh, to help support our cause. $9 a month is where you get the video action. So uh, go ahead over there to patreon.com slash a couple of park hoppers. We love you guys. Yeah. Um, so very Merry Christmas party is coming back as it did last year and hopefully for years to come you got to love that once upon christmas time parade um all the the christmas decorations the hot chocolate the cookies uh the stage show with that god awful stage show with with clarabelle cow <laughs> where she comes out and does mariah carey i love the stage show but that part is like no 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 I... back off clarabelle we don't like you i See, it's funny because you complain about the Christmas show and I have an issue with the Halloween <gasps> show. How can you possibly have an issue with Hocus Pocus? Because that's enough of that. The Sanderson sisters are so great. I mean, they're great, but like, can we just have them like as a meet and greet and actually have like... I would Hall- love that. Could we have like a Halloween Mickey stage show? Because that's what I want. I want to sure. see something spooky with well, Mickey. Well, that's what the, the fireworks show is now. It's all Mickey and the gang. Yeah. I would also like a stage show. I don't need the Sanderson sisters and the weird looking villains. <laughs> nah, man. Nah, you got to get that. Also, what's his name? Um, Hades. Hades with yeah. his face. Yeah. Every time he comes out, I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of scary. Yes. But yes, Clarabelle Cow, I don't understand why she's everywhere. <laughs> I don't want to hunt for Christmas. <laughs> That's but enough. Isn't she in the, when she's in the parade, she's also like, 
scrumptious, <laughs> scrumptious. Yummy, 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 yummy. Um, yes, that's all I hear every time I listen to that um, during that part. Yeah. Sorry we assaulted your ears um, <laughs> with our Clarabelle Cow impressions. Um, but yes, Christmas is coming way too quickly, apparently. Um, very excited about that. Right. <laughs> yeah. But Christmas is also coming to Disney's Hollywood Studios this holiday season with a new nighttime holiday party called Disney Jollywood Nights. I feel like you made up that name. I certainly it's did. So funny. <laughs> I'm taking credit for that. Jollywood Nights. There's one part of this event that I heard a little bit more details about today. And I'm like, I kind of want to go to this now. What did you hear? I'll, we'll get there. So, it's a holiday vibe like you've never felt before. Sights of sparkling decor, sounds of modern beats over classic holiday songs, tastes of craft cocktails, and decadent dishes. It's nostalgic in its glitz and glam galore. This is Disney Jollywood Nights, a new separately ticketed event from 8.30 p.m. to 12.30 a.m. on 10 select nights between November 11th and December 20th, 2023. I cannot believe that we're talking about Christmas already. <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> Get ready to dress in your holiday glam best or festive flair. Dance the night away to merry mashups, indulge in divine treats and bubbling spirits, and snap selfies with iconic characters during this new festive event. For an extra, extra dose of cheer, the party wraps with the return of the nighttime spectacular Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam. Yay? <laughs> You'll be in fa-la-la-la-la-la land before you can say Tinseltown. Oh, my god! I'm reading this verbatim from the Disney website, by the way. Um, experience holiday vibes throughout Disney's Hollywood Studios with entertainment areas inspired by different genres. You'll be welcome to Disney Jollywood Nights with a DJ spinning a mix of holiday tunes. Commissary Lane comes to life with a lively Latin street fair. Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy will be very special guests at the Theater of the Stars, along with some of their Disney friends. I feel like that's, I need somebody to hand me a, a Mickey pumpkin immediately. <laughs> like, that, there's too much Christmas for that's me. That's where I want to stop, because they released some art. I saw it uh, at Scott Gustin on Twitter. He's he's the dude for Disney News. Um, he released a piece of art that Disney had put out of... The Theater of the Stars is where the Beauty and the Beast live on stage is. Okay. And the um, the art that, that was released, it, it was like a picture of Kermit and Miss Piggy that was like above the stage, like a giant circular image. So here I am thinking like maybe it's going to be like a projected video or something like that. Nope. Kermit and Miss Piggy are going to be there in person. That would be worth it. Yeah. You get to see Kermit and Miss Piggy in person. When can you say you get to see the Muppets in person? I wonder if they'll do any. Ever. I wonder if they'll do any overlays too. Probably. Like, imagine like dropping at uh, you know, Tower of Terror to like Christmas music. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. But I would We're love to see. Fall la 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 all the way down. Fall la 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 all the way down. No, I would love to see that. I love the Muppets. How I'm, cool is that? I would give anything to have more Muppets. I'm like geeking out at the fact that you can see Kermit and Miss Piggy in person. Like. Never, ever. I would also like to just preface this with, this is just speculation, but I'm wondering if we're going to see a very special certain steamboat driver <gasps> anywhere. Oh? Yeah. Maybe. So 
there had been a, you know, a cast member event where Steamboat Willie did a meet and greet recently. And previously, that was only at Disneyland and he mm-hmm. didn't have his hat. So what I'm wondering is, could we see that? Are they at testing this? the waters? I mean, he's that's where we see him normally. So could you see him at an after hours event? That would be so cool. Oh, my God. That would be so cool. And uh, and then the, this goes on after the Muppets part. It says, and what's this? Uh, Hyperion, <laughs> Hyperion Theater will, <laughs> will host a spirited sing-along with more details to come, which the Hyperion Theater is the home of the Frozen sing-along spectacular. Okay. So be interesting to see what's going to be happening there during uh, this event here. Um, encounter glitz and glamour galore at two limited capacity entertainment experiences, a jazz lounge at the Hollywood Brown Derby, and an otherworldly soiree at the Hollywood Tower Hotel Courtyard. So it's going to be a cool little party in the Hollywood... Tower Hotel Courtyard. How cool is that? That's really cool. I want to say that we do know what's going to be in there. Do we? I believe it's a Frozen Christmas special. Like At the, the Hyperion thing? I uh, I believe so. So it's not going to be like the Frozen sing-along Christmas version like they've had before? I maybe? don't think so. And maybe we just don't know yet. And yeah. I'm imagining that it should be and, that. And this is all speculation here, folks. We don't we don't have any details other than what I'm reading verbatim off of the Disney Parks blog um, currently. Um, let's see here. Pose with friends for holiday-themed magic shots and two new Disney PhotoPass experiences throughout the night. Complimentary digital downloads of your PhotoPass photos captured during the event are included, which is a really great option for you to have. Uh, generally, the PhotoPass is something that you pay for, but it is included with the admission for the ticket for photos that are taken during the event. That's pretty great. That's awesome. Uh, meet Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, and the rest of the iconic gang in Animation Courtyard on a hot set with holiday props. Uh, get into the spirit with your favorite throwback friends like Powerline Max and Phineas and Ferb at Echo Lake and strike a pose with Edna Mode and chill with one of her super friends at Pixar Place. Uh, enjoy after hours access to some of your favorite rides and coasters under the stars, uh, including Slinky Dog Dash, Rock and Roller Coaster, uh, Twilight Zone Tower of Terror and Star Wars Rise of the Resistance, which will be utilizing a virtual queue yes. during Disney Jollywood Nights. Um, there will be other fun treats and sips and all kinds of stuff. You can visit DisneyParksBlog.com for more information. Um, those tickets will range from $159 to $179 per person, and the party dates are as follows. November 11th, 18th, 20th, 27th, 29th, and then December 4th, 6th, 16th, 18th, and 20th. So if any of those dates stand out to you, head to DisneyWorld.com. You should be able to buy those tickets very soon, starting on July 6th. And just so you guys kind of have an idea, um, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party is the first one uh, that will happen. Like, it's November 9th and then November 10th, and then Hollywood Studios is November 11th. So in theory, you could, if you really wanted to, you could go to both of the first ones of the season. Yeah. They don't, like, coincide on the same night. And so the the classics, uh, all, all around property, will be coming back. You know, the Gingerbread House at Grand Floridian. Um, you can meet Santa Claus. Um, you can check out the Candlelight Processional at Epcot. Um, there will be uh, the Festival of the Holidays, Holiday Kitchens. You know what? This upcoming thing is what I was thinking of. Oh, um, yeah. Gotcha, so gotcha. I was thinking of that there was something Frozen coming, and who doesn't love Frozen? 
but what do we've got? What have we got going on? Yeah, and then um, in addition, like the list I was just saying, the Merry Menagerie will be back at Animal Kingdom as well. Those those white animal puppets. puppets. Yeah, those are very really cool. Um, all right, so one new thing that's coming this year, and it looks like it's going to be at Mickey's very merry Christmas party. As and I was just saying, Frozen and at during regular park hours. Ooh. So this is going to be kind of like the old um, lighting of the castle. The lighting of the castle where you could see it as part of your public admission, but it's also happening during the party. Um, so for the first time in forever, guests will be able to join Elsa, Anna, Olaf, Kristoff, and the... Sn- they're called Snogies? Those little guys? I don't Snogies? I didn't know that. Snogies. Um, and the Snogies in front of Cinderella Castle at Magic Kingdom. What for a cutesy a, name. <laughs> for a frozen holiday surprise. A brand new frozen inspired and entertainment experience that will illuminate the castle in a whole new way. This delightful new offering can be seen during regular park hours and during Mickey's very merry Christmas party. Stay tuned to the Disney Parks blog for more details on this exciting holiday edition. One thing I want to note that we did get confirmed the other day, the Dreamlights will not be returning. When was the last time they were there? 2019. I feel like at this point I wasn't expecting them. 2019. Uh, well, a lot of people speculated that they might be coming back because all the 50th stuff came off the castle. Oh. So. Why? I wonder why. Because I I figured that now that they have the projections, they were never going to go back. I didn't think so either. But that was confirmed the other day that the dream lights will not be coming back. But a lot of people with this announcement where it said will illuminate the castle in a whole new way thought, hey, maybe there is a chance. But maybe there's something different than just projections. If they're saying in a whole new way, the last three years have been projections. So if it's a new way, it could be something different. Who knows? Yeah. Well, also the Dreamlights, it was funny because like it's kind of like at Epcot where when we had the barges, we had an amazing show, but people were angry about the barges. Uh-huh. Uh, people loved the Dreamlights in Magic Kingdom, but they always complained about how long it took to put them up with the cranes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. He had a crane sitting there for like three months putting them up. Yeah. Plus all the netting that was all over the castle. And, you know, it looked beautiful at night, much like Harmonious. It looked beautiful at night, but it was a little bit of an eyesore during the day. So it's... Eyesore, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah. I'm just using other people's language. But this this, uh, this new addition to Mickey's... uh, very Merry Christmas party. <laughs> I almost said not so scary again. Um, sounds awesome. I'm really looking forward to seeing it. Hopefully it's a little bit more Frozen 2 inspired rather than Frozen 1 because we had that pre-COVID. Um, originally it was Cinderella's Holiday Wish where it was Cinderella, Fairy Godmother, Mickey, Minnie, Donald, oh, yeah. and Goofy That's right. that would light the castle. And then they did this weird thing because Frozen was such a phenomenon where it was like, Cinderella invited Elsa over to light the <laughs> to shoot ice right. on the castle. It's like what? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, but yeah, really looking forward to seeing what this show is all about uh, when we get to uh, attend one of the Christmas parties. Yeah, uh, I'm not gonna lie, I am not ready for Christmas. No, honestly. I mean, I'm not ready either. It's still June, but this is stuff that we need to discuss because it's been. Announced. Oh, you're not you're not wrong, but I'm just. Uh, like thinking about having like thinking about Christmas right now is like weirding me out. Like I really, I really feel like we just experienced six months of Christmas. Also, I would like to vote for Christmas to start on December 1st one year. I'm not opposed to that. Like I would love Christmas one year to just be December 1st to like 
January 3rd or something. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I'm down for that. All right, well, that wraps up our Disney portion of this episode. Lots of Disney news um, that has come out in the last couple of days. Lots and of couple Christmas of weeks. news. Yeah, well, we're halfway to the holidays, so they had to announce a bunch of stuff. We haven't even had 4th of July yet, no, y'all. I know, I know, America. <laughs> All right, so... Let's move on to our friends up the road, right up I-4 at Universal, with some Universal news as well. All right. Well, first off, the Jurassic Park 30th Anniversary Tribute Store is now open. Yes. And if you haven't already, head over to YouTube.com slash a couple of park hoppers, and you can check out how Bill went and saw the Tribute Store and showed us every detail of it. And bought the shirt I'm wearing. And if you want to see the shirt, patreon.com slash a couple of park hoppers, you can see it. <laughs> um, very, very cool. Jurassic Park 1 is my favorite movie ever. Um, and it's the 30th anniversary this year. It was literally the other day. It was June 11th, 1993. Um, I saw it when I was six years old and scared the pants off of me. Thanks a lot, Uncle Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> but it ended up being my favorite movie ever. And so I thank him for taking me when I was six years old. Yeah. Um, it's 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 kind of scary to think that your favorite movie is 30 years old. <laughs> But um, I absolutely loved what they did with the tribute store. Universal always knocks it out of the park with the tribute stores. Yeah, they um, they put so much detail and effort into creating these experiences. But walking through here and getting to relive three or four of my favorite scenes from that movie in photo ops. Yeah, and just seeing all this really cool, never before seen Jurassic Park merchandise. Yeah. It was, it was awesome. Like Danny said, head over to youtube.com slash a couple of park hoppers or follow us on TikTok, TikTok uh, at park hoppers show. Yes. Um, and you can see um, a little TikTok we put together as well, a little bit of a tour around the tribute store. And we'll probably go ahead and put that on Instagram soon yeah. too, so you guys can check that out. Absolutely. Uh, Bill is also able to grab the Jurassic Park pass holder yeah. magnet. I have not been able to go over there and see the tribute store or get the magnet because of yeah. because of what was going on with yeah, me. Yeah, you haven't been walking. <laughs> well, Can't run from the dinosaurs. <laughs> well, I would walk too much, and then I would be like, ah, someone take my leg. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that that's an awesome addition to the magnets. Oh, my gosh, yeah. I'm looking at it right now. It's a really cool magnet. It's the classic UOAP, the square magnet, but there's like claw marks across the UOAP, and then there's the little red Jurassic Park logo inside the O, and it says pass holder. It's very, very cool. Next, we have an announcement for Halloween Horror Nights. Finally, we can yes. talk about Halloween. Yes. Somehow, somehow we just like passed over Halloween and went full Christmas, and I this is wild. But I'm excited about Halloween. It's my I think it's the most wonderful time of the year. So Universal has announced The Last of Us House for Halloween Horror Nights. Um, Halloween Horror Nights never go alone. We are excited to bring The Last of Us to life in a terrifying haunted house that is true to the spirit of this popular video game featuring our heroes Joel and Ellie, Clickers and more. Uh, and that's Laura Saul's assistant director and is the creative development and show direction at Universal Orlando. Now, uh, I personally have no knowledge of this. Same. Um, a lot of people seem really excited about it. I've never played the game and I've never seen the show. The only thing I know is Pedro Pascal is on that yeah, show. Yeah, right. And... I, I may have to check it out because apparently the, the house is going to be based on the game. So I think it's going to be kind of loosely uh, based on the show itself. 
but I've heard nothing but good things about The Last of Us. Yes. I've heard the show is good, but from my understanding, it won't be based off of the show. Just the game. Just the game, yeah. But I don't know what similarities are there, uh, but with everybody being so excited about the show and about the game, it's got it's bound to be good. Uh, and it's bound to be a great haunted house. Now, are there, just while we're on this topic, are there any houses that you hope to see? I was really hoping to see that there was going to be a Stranger Things season four house, but I've heard that it's not happening. Um, I haven't really followed any speculation. I kind of like to be surprised with that kind of stuff. I don't like to get my hopes up on certain things and then be disappointed. It's like, when I used to watch pro wrestling where it was like, Oh, I really want this to happen. And I get in my brain that it's going to happen and then it doesn't happen. And I'm like, Oh, why didn't it happen? And it's like, I just, nah, I just think that with the writer strike that they should do a stranger things. Uh, what is it? Season three haunted house. Was it three or four? Whatever the last season was, I think it was four. Uh, whatever the most recent season was, yeah. I think they should do that. And I think they should do it in the same space that they did the, I don't know why I want to call it, call it the Chowder House. Um, <laughs> the New England Dead House. Dead Man's Pier? Yeah. The, ch- the Chowder House? <laughs> yeah. I think because it reminds me of that one bar in downtown, the oldest bar. Oh, what is that called? Uh, yeah. Oh, God. There's like the oldest bar in oh, New England or God, something. My, my home people are going to kill me if I can't remember the name and, of this. And uh, basically, like, I went there. The first time I went there, Bill was like... Union Oyster House. Union Oyster House. I think that's why in my head it's the Chowder House, because I ate chowder with you <laughs> I when I went say, there. say Ye Old Chowder House. <laughs> ye old? Is that a place? <laughs> ye Old Chowder House. <laughs> Is that a place? No. <laughs> it should be. That's why, I don't know why that was sitting in my brain when I was trying <laughs> to think of Union Oyster House. Because <laughs> you said Chowder House. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what's something that's old? Ye old chowder house. Now I want a place that's called right? ye old medieval chowder house. Ye old chowder house sounds like something out of a Dickens novel. <laughs> um, but I want it to be in that space because the in the chowder house house. In the chowder house. The chowder house. There is an, a giant room with a boat where you had a siren singing and it actually rained in there. It was so cool. And all I can think of is that scene with Eddie putting that scene into that room. Ooh, just playing Master of Puppets? Yes, but instead of having the giant boat, you have that house and then have somebody who's playing Eddie with them playing Master of Puppets. And the red lightning happening in the background. And then you've got the birds or like the the things all in that room. Because I just think that if you were going to do something like that, that space would hold that scene so well and it wouldn't be hot. Like, I feel like you wouldn't need that many people. You need like two actors. Okay. I'm, I'm tweeting at Michael Aiello right now. Universal <laughs> creative. Here's but, an idea for you, pal. But like everybody wanted a stranger things house. Everybody would love to see Eddie, you know, in the house because he's the unsung hero of that season. Master. 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 <laughs> right. Am I? Yes. Like, can can you see that? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Um. So I'd love to see that. And then there were, I'm trying to remember. There was another. Um, there was the weekend. There's Halloween. I would there love was... to see a Lady Gaga house at Ooh, some point. That'd be cool. Uh, the, the Monsters Ball. Yes. Um, and then, I don't know if this is Universal, but the movie with uh, the with the Santa with um, with uh, Hopper as Santa. Oh, uh, Violent Night. I would love to see a Violent Night house. That would be so cool. I would. I don't lo- think there's anything really that scary in that movie, though. I mean, you have people like getting put through like a 
like a wood chipper sure. and stuff like that. And, you know, Santa, but you're like happy to see those people. But, go Santa's, but like Santa also was like stabbing people with candy canes and stuff sure. like through the eyeball. If you haven't seen it, go see it. It's, it's very fantastic. I, I think it would be gory enough and kind of like weird enough to be a fun haunted house. Yeah. So cool to have Hopper in two houses. Yeah. <laughs> just the, hopping around. But the but all I can think of is the Chowder House would make a great spot for that scene from Stranger Things with yeah. Eddie. Just a thought. Just my personal opinion. But I do think The Last of Us is gonna be awesome. It has a huge fan base. And mm-hmm. I think that they're gonna work really hard to have that translate well. And there's a lot of things in Halloween Horror Nights that I'm not necessarily a fan of, but I more or less just don't watch them or don't know anything about it. Then you go experience the house and you're like, oh, that was really cool. Unless it's Blum House. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people liked that house, but I was I didn't really get it because I've never seen the black phone and never really never really seen any of the Blumhouse movies. So yeah. um that didn't really appeal to me. But um Ye old chowder house was <laughs> was the best house last year, in my opinion. Oh, man, now I feel like I want need a sign in our kitchen, like ye, I'm going to make one. Ye old chowder house. Ye old chowder house. <laughs> uh, yes, so I'm excited to see yeah. as they announce more Halloween Horror Nights. I think it is my personal favorite thing that Universal does. Uh, plus, obviously, meeting the Grinch. That's like oh yeah, that's we got to do that Grinch there. breakfast again. Yes, that's a must. I think we're even. Uh, thinking about maybe doing that tour where you can meet max that'd be cool uh just to, we'll, we'll see we'll that'd see be cool. we can't do it all we'd well, like to but we can't do it all well one more thing from universal we want to announce before we move on to some sea world news and that is <laughs> so minion hold on I'm sorry. I mean, I thought that I could talk over the minions. <laughs> so, minion. <laughs> You're like- welcome. <laughs> So, I knew that was the end of it. That's why I wanted to keep it. <laughs> so Minion Land signage and construction walls are down. Yes. Uh, there is going to be a soft opening tomorrow. So as you're listening to this episode, um, it would be today, June 17th. Uh, Universal Orlando has confirmed. Illumination's Villain Con Minion Blast attraction will open later this summer. And they have revealed the um, Minions menu. Ca- yeah, the Minions Cafe menu. So Minions menu sounds like you are, ser- are served Minions. <laughs> 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 um, this, this, when I read this article on uh, thrillgeek.com um, revealing the menu for the uh, Minion Cafe, it made me so happy because it's exactly how I would have written the menu because all the names are super punny. Yeah. And it is fantastic we can kind of scroll down here yeah they've just get, let's go over a couple of the favorites they've got some delicious looking bowls and they're called despicables because despicable me yes <laughs> i am all in on that there's so many delicious options ranging from anywhere from 13.99 to 16.99 18.99 um, but lots of different unique non-typical theme park fare uh, which is um, I'm really excited to uh, to go in there and try different kinds of bowls with different kinds of meats and noodles and veggies and things like that. Yeah. Um, 
Then they have uh, handhelds, which are just sandwiches. Then they've got a steak and cheese ray sandwich. Like, that's hysterical. The one that looks good to me is that uh, steak and cheese ray sandwich. Yeah. Because a French onion dip roast beef caramelized onion with secret sauce sandwich that, like, you can, you know, dip yeah. in something delicious. Yep. That sounds awesome. Um, they've got uh, a, a pizza option. There's Mel's Meatball Mountain. Um, there's sides. They've got Minion Tots banana chips, mini bananas. I love it. I love it so much. Um, there's some fun desserts. There's a fluffy unicorn cupcake, because you have to have a cupcake. It's a theme park, obviously. Uh, a Minion Swiss roll. There's uh, chocolate cream puffs, Otto's Pet Rock. Um, and then there are your typical Coca-Cola beverages. Um but the one thing that I wanted to really touch on here is there's a couple of really fun um, drinks that are non-alcoholic that are oozing with banana. Um, so there's a uh, there's a banana flavored drink with graham cracker crumbles, tastes like a banana banana cream pie. Um, there's another one with um, minion colored topping and blue raspberry pop rocks. That sounds tasty. Um, but the one that really stood out to me, and this is one of my favorite beers I've ever had, and it's a UK company. So you don't really see it here unless you go to like a really big liquor store um, that has like tons of beer selections. Okay. Um, but there's a one brand called Wells Banana Bread Beer, and it is amazing. If you love banana bread, you have to try this beer. I, and they're not a sponsor. You're uh, you're more than welcome to sponsor us. But Wells Banana Bread Beer is my <laughs> one of my favorite craft beers I've ever had, and I'm so excited that Universal's going to have it now. So excited. I mean, I would... I, I'm excited to try this, the beer that you're excited about. Yeah. But I've, it sounds interesting to me. I love that all the mini, like the kids' meals, they're called mini minions, and all of them come with a mini banana. <laughs> How awesome is that? That's so cute. <laughs> They've got a, a grilled cheese, a pimento cheddar grilled cheese. They've got uh, like a pressed peanut butter and jelly. There's a mac and cheese, but they all come with a mini banana. How fun is that? I love I it. do love a good mini banana. Yeah. Like, and I love regular, like, I love bananas. They're a great snack, but I feel like I never see the mini bananas, like, in the grocery store. Yeah. I feel like they're hard to find. Yeah. But, you well, know the what? The Minions got them all. Yeah. The Minions got them all, <laughs> apparently. Banana. All right. So, we are heading down the street to SeaWorld uh, and also across the country. Ooh. Across the world. Across the world, yeah. SeaWorld Abu Dhabi is officially open. And I know we did touch on all of the details about uh, this park. From everything I've heard, it is just top-notch technology. Um, I also heard something really cool on a live stream I happened to pop into that SeaWorld San Antonio, their penguin exhibit was closed for a while because their lighting system got updated to the same one that, that was put in at Abu Dhabi. Oh, cool. So uh, just a, a brief like synopsis of what, what that does means. What that lighting system do, Danny? <laughs> so basically, uh, penguins uh, ha release hormones based on the light cycle around them. So it tells them when it's time to start releasing... Uh, different hormones when it's mating season, uh, when it's time to to molt to get nice sexy feathers to attract a partner, when to start building nests. All of those things are dictated by the light in their natural environment. So if you don't have that in 
the care of man, they don't know what's like when to do what. Mm -hmm. And it really like it can mess up their um, their hormones and just like it can make them sick. Uh, So that lighting system getting updated is incredible. And everything at SeaWorld Abu Dhabi is top notch like we've seen videos it's crazy it looking. looks unreal like they had a drone show inside with, inside with dolphin drones right everything that you saw was just a dream aquarium yeah uh, the the space in there is enormous it's vast and we even ha- we haven't really even gotten like a good tour video no because the video we saw was from before it was open yeah and there weren't a lot of animals in there right and that was the biggest thing there were people talking in the video and i was like where are all the animals i want to see the animals (laughs) right uh so i'm very very excited to see more updates uh about that park uh surprise surprise we will not be going there and covering (laughs) it not yet at least (laughs) at least not right now (laughs) uh so, Maybe if they invite us out there, we'll we'll, we'll hop on a plane. Ooh, that would be a, a cool flight. Get on one of those Emirates Air planes and like have the bed and the food and stuff. I've always wanted to do that. How cool would that be? I feel like I would get very antsy, though. I feel like the idea of it sounds more exciting than it actually is to be in that one space for that like that length of a flight. Yeah, it would be really long. Um, So up in front of you, you have a couple details about that park. Yeah, just kind of like, a, like an overall um, encompassing paragraph essentially on SeaWorld Abu Dhabi. Yeah, like why is it such a big deal and why is it so yeah. exciting? So SeaWorld Yas Island Abu Dhabi. Um, explore the region's first marine life theme park and discover eight immersive realms that take you on an incredible journey from the poles to the tropics. With over a hundred animal experiences and presentations, including up close animal encounters and expeditions, you'll learn about the incredible one ocean that connects all of us. SeaWorld is home to over 35 interactive experiences and rides, live characters and performances, 17 dining options, 13 retail outlets, and roaming entertainment across all realms. And if I'm correct, everything is inside. I believe that is correct, yes, because it is so hot over there. Right. So I am very excited to hear more about that. I know that they're doing a lot in terms of research, rescue and rehabilitation for the good of the planet and it just makes me wonder like what sea worlds in the united states could be like if people understood the incredible impact oh that gosh. that park makes for the natural world we share with these animals yeah. we love our friends over at sea world and and uh it's really really exciting to see them doing things of this magnitude yeah, absolutely. And we're excited to be bringing you guys more SeaWorld coverage in the future. For Not sure. at Abu Dhabi, uh, Abu Dhabi right now, maybe, but maybe in the future. Maybe at some point. Now, one thing that we got to do recently... Back over to Stateside, dude. Just down the road, we got to ride Pipeline, which is the surf coaster that opened here in Orlando. <laughs> yes. Yes, we did. Uh, we went over there, what, a week? and a half ago it was a monday somewhere in there it was the same day i went to the doctor okay I think. so about a week and a half ago uh we went over and rode pipeline for the first time um we went towards the end of the day the lines weren't too bad at all like 20 minute waits wasn't bad at all line moved fairly quickly uh the load is kind of cumbersome i guess is a word that you would maybe describe that as so 
on before you get on the ride, it says if you like people who have larger waists or chests or chests may have trouble fitting in the ride. And uh I fit into that category. I have a larger chest and when I rode on the ride I definitely felt uh toy. snug on my toy like a toyker up, upper yeah body. Mm-hmm. And you know, I didn't have any issues. They just had to push it down. I felt like I was kind of wearing a sports bra, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I I didn't really, like, have any issues in terms of the way that the seating was. Yeah. Other than the fact, riding on the ride, my legs flailed about. Oh <laughs> so if you guys don't know what we're talking about, you can head to YouTube.com slash a couple of park hoppers. We have a video. Uh, there is a POV, a great POV from Coaster Force that we were able, we were able to incorporate in our video. Um, but we also were able to show um, what the coaster itself looked like, what the seats looked like. And give our full experience immediately after we got off the ride. So YouTube.com slash a couple of park hoppers. Go uh, subscribe there now and hit the thumbs up on that video. It really does help us out. Yeah. And so just to be clear, Pipeline is now open. It is a great addition to SeaWorld Orlando. Wear a cup. (laughs) Yeah. If you are, so I am five foot ten and a male. And if you are the same height as me, um, I would strongly recommend uh, keeping your feet off the ground because the way the seat kind of bounces, it's a stand-up coaster in case you didn't know that, but the way the seat kind of bounces and gives over the airtime uh, sections, sometimes you come crashing down and it hurts inside, much like Hulk Hogan. <laughs> um, it uh, it comes crashing down and hurts inside, and but it, it is such a fun ride. It's fast. It's smooth. Um, there's one inversion, which is really kind of cool going through that when you're standing up um but i would definitely recommend go checking out pipeline in between icebreaker and pipeline there's been two great additions to SeaWorld orlando in the last two years yeah and honestly i'd pick that over tron any day Ooh, i don't know about that i would <laughs> maybe but maybe. that's just me. they're two vastly different rides though i know but i'd still choose pipeline personally sure. well pipeline is definitely longer for sure yeah but that's just my personal opinion. I think it's a great addition. Yeah. Uh, and then lastly, when we go over to SeaWorld San Antonio, they just announced they will be opening Catapult Falls this summer. Now, this is going to be the world's first launched flume coaster. What? There will be launches at speeds of up to 30 feet per second. It is going to be the world's steepest flume coaster. And you... F- Plunge down at a fifty-three degree drop. Wow! I don't know what that is. That's a little, a little bit steeper than like a perfect forty-five degree. Oh wow! Uh, It is North America's only vertical lift flume coaster, and you rocket upwards at seven feet per second to get to staggering heights. So to get you up to the top, it shoots you up and then shoots you back down. So. I uh <laughs> you have to see this video to to understand what exactly this is. It is really cool where when you say we're, there's a vertical lift, you literally it's ride, like an elevator. Yeah, you put your flume on an elevator and you go up, I don't know how many feet, I forget what it said. Um but you go up to the top of this um this incline here and then you drop 50 30 degrees down and it is it looks really fun, really fast. 
Um, you probably get pretty wet, I would imagine. That's um, the point. It's Texas. Sure, yeah. <laughs> it's too hot to be dry. So SeaWorld, when it comes to water rides, I mean, Infinity Falls here in Orlando is phenomenal. So I, I can't imagine that, uh, you know, Catapult Falls won't live up to its expectations. So what's funny is if you're listening and you have gone to SeaWorld San Antonio like a long time ago, they used to have something that we just called the log ride. Mm -hmm. It was a, you just were in a log and it was a flume ride. Mm -hmm. And when I was a kid, we used to like sing just around the river bend when we were on that, (laughs) but they tore it down to make other stuff. So this is like a long overdue replacement in the form of a flume ride. And I I think it's so necessary in these States that are so hot. Yeah. Um, and that ride just looks like so much fun. Yeah. So I'm very excited about that. We got to get down to San Antonio. We do. There is we, so there are so we many, owe them a trip. There are so many rides that I have not been on since I left SeaWorld San Antonio. Yeah. I just I, I'm very excited to go back and see all of that and to you know for us yeah. to go together. But that wraps it up for our That's news, all, folks. For now, um, we are going to be trying to visit the parks more often i'm very as long excited as you can. i'm i'm very excited that i got the okay i should be uh out and about moving around to start healing in shoes that are newer not flat tires as my doctor said so do as i say not as i do right so uh and there are so many things that we are excited about bringing to you guys uh things that have been in the works. Uh, we've been invited to different uh, events, some that have been postponed, not due to us, but due to the venues still working on things. Mm-hmm. And overall, we're excited to just kind of dig our heels in and do some new things this summer. For sure. We've got some really fun things to work. Stay tuned for that. All right. Well, we are going to go ahead and let you guys go. If you are around Orlando, go check out that soft opening over at Universal tomorrow. And uh, keep an eye out on all of our socials. We are going to be bringing you all the news that we hear as soon as we hear it. And also bringing you all of our new experiences. Well, we're going to go ahead and let you guys go. Stay safe. Stay hydrated. And until next time. We'll see you around the parks. We love you guys. Thanks for listening to a couple of Park Hoppers podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Spotify, and all other podcast platforms. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok at Park Hoppers Show. Visit youtube.com slash a couple of park hoppers and subscribe to our channel for theme park videos, live streams, and more. And don't miss out on your chance to play your part in the magic by visiting patreon.com slash a couple of park hoppers. Until next time, we'll We'll see see you around around the parks. parks.